Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Bishop DeBurn Nick and with me today, we have Mike Brinker. Good afternoon everybody. Hello to you, Nick. How are you, Mike? I am doing good. I'm still on the mend, but I'm almost 100%. I was going to say, I, whatever you had kicked your ass. COVID. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll say that. <laughs> we'll say that. We'll say that. Anyway. Um, well, I'm glad you're here because it's time for the October, even though it now is November, it's the October Ask the Boys. Yes. And we'll just go ahead and do this now just so that, you know. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner! You got a question. You ask the Epa. Come on, sucker. Let's Let's get it on. on. So, uh, yes, it is that time of the month where we are answering all of the listener calls, uh, questions, concerns, criticisms, whatever happens to come our way. But first, we gotta get our cigar going. And so today, we are going to be smoking something special. Yes. I received a nice little care package from our friends at J.C. Newman the other day. And they con- that package contained a selection of the new Angel Cuesta cigars. And they sent us a box of the Toros, which is a, what did I say, six and a quarter by 52. And let's, let me give you a little detail on the cigar. First rolled a century ago, this historic cigar brand is named for Angel Cuesta, one of the founders of the storied Cuesta Rey cigar brand. These cigars were the official cigar of King Alfonso XIII, who ruled Spain from 1886 to 1931. Angel Cuesta cigars are handmade in the American room at J.C. Newman's iconic El Relo factory in the city of Tampa, and they feature a beautiful Ecuadorian Havana Rosado wrapper with a blend of aged binder and filler tobaccos from three continents and a pigtail cap. Come piggy, in a box. Of, comes in a, <laughs> there you go. Comes in a box of, uh, of 20 and uh, a team of two rollers. With decades of experience, roll a total of 150 Angel Cuesta cigars per day. Um, they released Angel Cuesta to 25 TAA members and expect to release these special cigars to additional premium cigar retailers across the United States twice a year. Wow. So, yep. So we had a truly treat. Really nice little care package from our friends at J.C. Newman. And so I really want to thank them for uh for sending these our way so that we can try it i haven't even gotten mine out of the cellophane yet well, i'm still doing that so. i'll get on something Oop. here real quick that i've noticed first of all as soon as you take it out of the cellophane yeah a really great aroma comes off this stick it does and it's a strong you know i mean you can tell that i mean i'm holding it right here and i can smell it you know what are you getting like off the aroma like anything in specific a mildish sweetish sweetish Kind of tint. Yeah. That's about all I can really get. But, I mean, you know, a lot of times you can't smell a cigar unless you're, like, holding it Oh, right. yeah, unless you're, like, right up on it. No. And, and the appearance of this. This is a great, smooth, premium-looking wrapper. Oh, for sure. It is tight, you know, like, in a good way tight, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's you just, know. 
no veins really visible or you know there is a closed cap so that's something to keep ta- to, to make note of yeah um is that you do have a closed cap to uh be aware of um i don't know if i can slide that big red band off or not there is a piece of tape holding that together so i'm gonna take the tape off i was able to slide mine down mine is just a little on the tight side and i don't want to do any damage to the wrapper by trying to squeeze it you know but there we go we got it off yep no big deal but see what i'm talking about with this wrap you know yeah no you're right there's like beautiful looking super smooth like really really nice looking wrapper to it and uh i'm curious i don't i mean i don't really know other than what I just read, much of anything about this cigar, so I'm curious as to how this is going to go. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, it's time to cut the cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And, guys, uh, Dan the Man Ponder, he, uh, I know, got in those Aladino Sumatras, so, you know, that's one thing to look out for there. Uh, I um, think they just got their uh, shipment of pinks in also. Did they get in the yeah. uh, Fuente paint, rare pinks? Yes. There you go. Well, guys, if you're looking for some, uh, some rare pink... You know, head on over to uh, Dan the Man Ponders. Ask for Cindy. What we? (laughs) There you go. Ask for Miss Cindy if you're looking for that. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, he's always got new stuff coming in all the time. So if you're in the St. Louis area, swing on by, check it out. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, he does mail order, so you can give him a call and uh, see what he's got, and they can uh, send a little care package your way. uh, You know, too sweet. So it's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time we go ahead and cut the cigar. And I still had schmuckus in my cigar. I always hear that from you anymore. I, I, I don't know why I didn't clear that out. Last night, I was sitting around the fire pit, had a cigar, didn't clear that out. So anyway, but technically we could have just, you know, twisted the little pigtails. I'm not a big fan of that personally. I'm not either because it's just too small of a. And every time hole. I twist it, I twist it wrong or something Screw and it'll up crack. The all, yeah. 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 Anyway, cold draw time on the Angel Questa. Good draw. Good draw. I'd say. Barnyardy. So I'm getting some sort like of. Like a hay. Like or a something. hay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, okay. I used to have this fight before. Barnyard does not equal manure. No. Barnyard can equal hay, straw. That you sensation know, you that get when walking into yes. a barn of use. Yes, exactly. So, like, hay or straw. I guess maybe I, if I wanted to drill it down, I would say that I'm kind of getting that off of this a Sometimes little Sometimes I've referred to an Odish, Odie, you know, like a feed. The dog from Garfield? No, feed, like oats. Oh, okay. Feed, you know, I, sometimes I'll refer to that as barnyard. I thought you meant Odie. Because <laughs> when you walk into a feed store, that yeah. smell yeah. Yeah. is prevalent in some cigars. Yeah. But I'm not kidding. I'm, this is more on the hay or natural Definitely, side. Yeah, hay, kind of straw, that sort of thing. I'm so. trying to get mine lit now because we're in kind of a windy situation and uh-huh. it's died right now, so I want to try it. It's good. It's a good call. Get this guy lit. Get this guy Especially going. with that closed foot. Yeah, I do not want any shards of wrapper flying at me. Off. And my lighter died. Did it really? Yeah. 
Well, have fun with that, buddy. I was worried about that because I did not check it before getting out of my car. Yeah. I always do. But I did not get here as early as I usually did to wonderful top shooters. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get everything quite prepped. Hmm. Well, there's a little bit, just a little hint of spice, pepper off of the retrohale right off the foot. Um, but otherwise, it's very smooth. Yes. Very smooth. Well, we have a number of calls, so I think we need to just go ahead and jump right into it. Yeah. And get going here. And thank uh, you for that, listeners. Yes. Seriously, guys, thank you. This this works out so well because... You know, when we have calls, and we have calls, we can have a fun show. So, this is great. Um, let's <coughs> go ahead and listen to the first call now. Well, guys, we're back. We're having some technical <laughs> issues with the phone, so we're going to have to do this in a more um, old school, old school kind of way. So, here's the first call. Maybe. Hey, this is Paul from Texas. Did you change your voicemail message? It's throwing me off, and I hope I called the right number. But I was just listening to the show from uh, with, with Ken from Florida, and you guys were talking a little bit about pairings. So for the sake of conversation, to give you a call, maybe spur the conversation, I will give you my top five and uh, my number one is kind of unique, so I hope everybody will uh, try it and let me know that they enjoy it. But this isn't very specific. This will be very broad uh, pairings, not like this cigar with uh, this specific drink. We'll go with number five, whiskey. It kind of warms you up a little bit, and, and it can be any kind. It kind of warms you up a little bit and really opens up your palate, and the flavors just explode. It totally adds to the cigar. <clears throat> Number four, I'll go like with a dark soda, like Dr. Pepper or Coke. Mm-hmm. Not Pepsi. Pepsi's too sweet. But Dr. Pepper or Coke, it will give you some sugar to uh, fight that nicotine. And also the flavors match really well. Number three, coffee. Okay, Coffee is the best thing to have with a cigar in the morning. You got to do like an Aladino, Connecticut, uh, but just something light and smooth to get you started in the morning when the rooster's crowing and you can just relax and uh, start waking up slowly. Number two, Bailey's. It doesn't have to be the name brand. Uh, any kind of generic Irish cream whiskey will work, but talk about dessert flavors. Uh, just a little bit of ice in there. To water it down and kind of take the edge off of it with any cigar, it really just makes the flavor of the Bailey's explode. Um, and then it brings out all the chocolate notes and all the like amaretto notes from the cigar. Number one pairing, I recommend everybody try it, is the A&W Zero Root Beer. Okay? With these zero-calorie drinks, the fake sugar that they use in there really messes up the taste of like Coke Zero, Pepsi Zero, and all that. But with their root beer, that 
fake sugar actually like adds to the botanical flavors of the root beer. <clears throat> and then uh, he, hit he the, I knew we were going to be getting close. He hit the limit there. So yeah, but uh, well, I'm going to jump in here real quick because Paul, I've, thank you for the call. Thank you, Paul. I've done a number of these. Yeah, uh, I am a huge fan of the A and W Zero Sugar. Uh, as someone who has to watch some of their sugar intake. Yeah. Uh, also, like right now, I'm pairing mine with a Coke. There you um, go. I have iced tea. I also like a, I was going to say root beer. I didn't know he was going number one with root beer. Yeah. Uh, orange soda. A really good craft really? orange soda with a medium to mild. With a heavy, it doesn't work. Okay. With, with a really, you know, heavy hitter. Yeah. It doesn't work as well for me. Interesting. But because I know you're a lot like me, we don't drink coffee. You drink it occasionally. I never drink it, so I can't really. Yeah, but every everybody once in a while. says coffee, so I mean, no one's really going to argue with you on that. No, one. No, no. Um, Same with whiskey. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, whiskey tends to be the number one in terms of liquor. But I would say that for coffee, is probably the number one most non-alcoholic. Common. Non. <laughs> Excuse me. Non-alcoholic. That was unpleasant. Um, a little acid reflux there from my chicken wings earlier. Now, I've done um, the hot chocolate in the morning with a mild stick. That's a really nice. Ooh, that's a good idea. That's a hot nice chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. You know. Um, interesting. With a little Bailey's. That would be something I'd like to try. That would be good. So, well, Paul, thank you thank very you, Paul. much for the call. And, and, you know, he mentioned Dr. Pepper. That's one that I have heard a lot, too. Yeah, I've done um, that before. That does... It really works with some mediums what, and uh, the twenty-three flavors. You know, there's something that's going to come together, right? right? Isn't it twenty-three flavors? It's in something like pepper? that. Yeah, I don't know. So, all right. Well, moving on, we KFC, got KFC. Then you know, eleven herbs and spices. Yeah, you know what they? Uh, that was revealed not too long ago. Really? Yeah, like um, somebody was doing an interview with one of the family members, and they saw a pit, uh, saw it, and. Got a picture and it came out. So, like, you theoretically make your own KFC at home. I don't know if you'd want to, but you could. I had KFC Saturday night. There you go. It was good. Finger looking good? It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, moving on to the next call here. <coughs> Got Excuse it. Me. Sorry. Hating my app right now. Ah. Oh. I may very well be announcing a new number for Ask the Boys before. You know, he mentioned it sounded different when he called. <coughs> I wonder if there. I wonder if the app is. Have you called that number recently? Yeah, and you the... know what? It um, when I got, I'll admit I did at least listen to the very beginning of that message when it first came through because I get like a text that comes through, and it gives the like you know, the approximation of what it thinks it said and the thing. it's never accurate you know but uh i saw the thing about how did you get a new message and so i called it and i got the barnaby message however um uh nick gervais he called it and he said that he got uh like a woman saying you know the number blah 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 cannot be reached and leave a message and all that. So I don't know if this app has been having this issues. This app has got to be having issues. But now all of a sudden, you know what? Just for S's and G's, I'm gonna check and see if maybe there's an app update for it. Um, to see if maybe there's 
some sort of an update that I need to do for it so that I can, well, no, of course there's not. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know how that goes, too. It's like they do an update and, like, fucking break it. So, anyway. All right, well, we're going to move on to the next call here, and I don't know. It's just... It's... I mean, I can hear it fine when you put it up to your... I know it's not Ooh, ideal for you, cancel. but... Yeah, no, it's not ideal, but it's what it is. But yeah, you would think that it would come through as it has for the last, you know, year, or so. four fucking years, you know. But whatever. Anyway, moving on. Next call. Hey, Nick. This is Jay. I've listened to you for a while. Um, went down to Pulp Fest a couple times. You guys are awesome, and uh, it's probably the guest may be a little awful too. But I do have a question. It's eight o'clock in the morning and and everything else, cigars, and saw the post. So I smoke in my garage a lot. My cigars aren't almost humidified, but I know sometimes my burn line doesn't move for a while, and I have the same ash for a little bit. But the center cigar, maybe an inch or two down from that, actually feels warm. Something I'm doing wrong, over-humidified, under-humidified, temperature, weather, that, what's the factor into it? You got any tips on how to prevent that? But uh, thanks, and hope to listen to the episode and hear some other good questions. Thanks, Smokey. Bye. Okay. I think if I heard that correctly, he was basically saying that he's sitting out in his garage smoking and that the uh, the ash will build up, but, like, the burn line doesn't look like it's moving, but the center of the cigar is hot and is burning. Mm-hmm. That's the way I thought I heard it, too. Okay. And he wants to know if he's doing something wrong. I don't necessarily know if that's the case. I would, I would, You know, sometimes it's one of those things where um, uh, the type of tobacco, like... Maybe some of it burns quicker than others, but I don't know. You have thoughts on this at all? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I kind of know what he's talking about, but yeah, I can't think of what it might be in particular that he's doing wrong. I don't know what to do with my ash. I've just, <laughs> I've just been kind of okay. We're just gonna be that guy. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, now as I've been sitting here, I've been dicking with this stupid app. And if you know, I, you, you guys on YouTube are never going to be able to see this. But, like, see, the the burning of the filler to and binder has continued a little bit past the uh, past the wrapper. And so now I'm just kind of touching it up to catch the wrapper up to, you know, the insides. I think it's just one of those things where, depending upon the types of tobacco use, sometimes you just may have to hit it, you know, just to catch it up. But right. I don't know. It might also depend on your speed of smoking, too. Maybe you're smoking kind of slow, and it's, you know, taking its sweet time catching up that way as well. I don't know. And if you're smoking in the garage, do you got the door open? Is there a lot of breeze coming through? Do you Mm. have fans on? Do you have a fan blowing right in front of you, pushing it out the window? Is it really cold? You know, like, because temperature, you know, it can impact things, too, I guess. This is going to be one of those questions that Mr. Jonathan is screaming at his radio yeah. right now, going like, I know the fucking answer, but you guys don't. And like, yeah. So get um, Brinker off the show. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I've never professed to be an expert. So, all right. We've got uh, some more calls here now. Oh, God. These are all. Okay. All right. So. This is so obnoxious, but we're going to keep doing this because I just uh, I have to. But for the life of me, I do not understand why this is not working. 
how it should be. But all right, we're gonna we're gonna keep on with the next call here. Thank you for the call, Jay. Was it Jay or Trey? That was Jay. Hey, Nick, and whoever else is uh, doing the Ask the Boys show. Hey, Nick, and whoever else is uh, doing the Ask the Boys show this month. Uh, Nick G here. Hey, listen, I uh, wanted to give you a call. I had a question for you. Uh, hopefully you can help me out. So as you know, a couple weeks ago, the New England Cigar Expo was held. And at this point, by the time the show comes out, it's probably about a month ago or so. Anyways, my question is, did you know who the surprise special guest was for the New England Cigar Expo? Uh, I'll listen to I your believe answer it would be offline. Bill Burr. And uh, thanks for taking the... my call. Thanks. And he's being a dick because he knows that. Oh. And he knows I know that because that night he sent me a text like, dude, Bill Burr's here. And I'm just like, I had the worst case of FOMO. And, uh, yeah, he's been kind of rubbing it in, okay. you know, for a month now that he was at this thing and saw Bill Burr mm. and I didn't go. Bill Burr's got a show on Netflix that is like top of the charts right now. Dads mm. or something. Old dads. Old yeah. Dads. I heard something about that. I'm going to have to check it out. Um. I don't know. I don't know what it's about. I mean, it's obviously about old dads, but right. yeah. So he has more. Um, so yeah. Um, hang on. Hey, Nick G again. Uh, just a follow up to my last call. Are you done? Are you done with the tears? Are you done whining and bitching and complaining about? Oh, you should have seen all the pictures of Bill Burr he sent me. Way, way, way. I had major FOMO. I just wanted to know if you're done with that because I know that's exactly what you did as soon as my call ended. Anyways, thanks. Wow. Just right at you, dude. Just fucking right at you. <laughs> Swear to God. I just, yeah. All right. And one more from Gervais. Fucking good coffee, dude. Fucking good coffee. Shout out to fucking good coffee. Dear God, he pulled audio of Bill Burr saying fucking good coffee and sent it. <laughs> Whatever. Let's see if the Bill Burr, uh, you know, podcast wants to be a, he wants to have my monthly cigars and fucking good coffee taken on by Bill Burr there. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, he, he, can, he can better deal me with, with Bill Burr. So is that producer Tom? Is that pretty? Holy shit! It is producer Tom coming coming in hot in the parking lot. So, all right. Well, we were wondering where he's been lately. Now we know. I didn't see a text message. From I didn't him. either. So, oh, there just, it is. He's oh well. Okay then. Well, well there's a text from somebody. <laughs> I swear this is just becoming the most random fucking show. So, all right. Well, let let's move on here. We st- we have plenty more calls and. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's let's do this. Hello. This is not Mr. Jonathan. This is his father. I was calling to ask if you know who the special guest at the New England Cigar Expo was on day 2. You know, the commentator for the Midget Wrestling. Just wondering. Thanks. Is this gonna be? Is this gonna be the theme of all these calls? Is to rub in the Bill Burr thing to me? I had Pulpit Fest literally the weekend before. 
I had my son the weekend of New England Cigar Festival. And honestly, I didn't have like $1,000 to drop between airfare, hotel, and tickets and everything. I mean, like, granted, it was it looked like a fantastic time. And I totally would want to go. But it just didn't happen this I year. I bet a lot of these people that are calling in about it, like, literally had to drive less than three hours to get there. Right. I mean, I know Gervais had to go from Ohio. But, you know, nonetheless, it's like. Still ain't oh, Missouri. No, it's not Missouri. All right. We got another one here from Not Mr. Jonathan. This is Mr. Jonathan calling from the Cigar Authority and Two Guys Smoke Shop. I'm wondering if you know who the special guest was that we had at the Cigar Expo. And, and if you get it right, there is a prize. You win what you deserve, which is nothing because you weren't there, you jerk. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Mr. Jonathan, for that call. Yes, thank you. And yes, I'm aware it was Bill Burr. Uh, at this point, it's I think everybody's aware it was Bill Burr. So, yeah. Um, good God. It's <laughs> like just, a hot fire poker in the ass. It really is. Um, let's, let's talk about the cigar for a moment. What, what, are you getting anything specific on the Angel Cuesta? No, I mean, it's a medium to mild stick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good smooth draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, the burn for the as windy as it is out here is doing okay. Yeah. Uh, little, still little hints of spice on the retrohale. Not just, a ton. Just a little. Just yeah. a little. It's really not that bad. Oh. Um, but it's, it's just a smooth cigar yeah. so far. Really good construction. Yeah. And you know. and you're right. With Even with the wind, the burn line on it is actually really pretty tight. Right. So... I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. That's you know, good. if you're near a TAA shop, you know, definitely give it a try. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to another call here. Hopefully it's something other than the New England Cigar Festival. <laughs> he brought a... Producer Tom brought a friend. Oh. Hey, Nick. What's going on? And uh, guest, hopefully, some barbells and beers. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, wanted to tell you you've got me watching the uh, Playboy documentary. I uh, haven't seen the uh, Bill Cosby show yet, but uh, it is definitely crazy, crazy times. Uh, question for you. if I know you had a cigar blended in your name, the bishop already in the past, but if you had the opportunity to redo it and blend your own, what type of cigar would it be? Connecticut, Maduro, thinking Maduro again, but uh, what type of wrapper, filler, and binder would you use? That's it, man. Safe travels down to Florida. Hopefully my uh, phone quality is a little bit better than Teddy's. Talk to you later on. Bye. Thanks for calling Barbells and Beers, and it's good to hear from you. Um, oh, my. You know, it's uh, one of those things where everybody's phone quality this time sucks because my phone is the one being right. stupid. So um, hopefully before this episode comes out, I can figure out, like, a fix and, and edit these in post, and, you know, this will sound better. But I don't know. We'll see. Um so, if you were going to have your own personal cigar blended for you, what would you go with? 
I'd probably go with like a Habano Sangrone for the wrapper because I've been smoking. That tends to be my go-to these days. Um, I, I tend to like Nicaraguan tobacco. I don't know if I'd want to go a full Puro, but um, but I do like Nicaraguan tobacco. I I think I might throw like a Ecuadorian mm. wrapper of some kind in there. Or something. I, I like a little bit of Ecuador in yeah. there. I'd also be interested in playing. <laughs> excuse me. With uh, you see it everywhere right now, but San Andreas. Yeah, I'm kind of over the San Andreas All thing right. right now. Cause like sometimes it burns right, and other times, man, it can just be a pain in the ass. Or really, you know, if I could get, uh, you know, steal some uh, Aladino's Cameroon. Oh, now there's an idea. You know, you just make a heavy-hitting Cameroon. And get your hands on some of that. That yeah. could be fun. You know, just power it up with a good filler, a yeah. good hard, hardcore filler. But is that going to then take away from the Cameroon to where at that point, like, you're not really getting anything from the Cameroon? But I think the point of the Cameroon there would be to temper and just smooth out my heavy-hitting. Maybe. Heavy nicotine providing. Yeah. Filler. You're just not going to get that sweetness from it if you're like throwing in a real heavy, strong filler. I don't know. How about a double Cameroon wrapper? There you go. Just Cameroon it up. Just Cameroon the shit there you out go. of it. You know what I think we need? Her. I think, <laughs> dear God, dude. I think we need a uh, Candela Puro. Just all Candela. Wrapper binder filler, all candela. It Poof. tastes like fucking Grass. lawn clippings. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aged 30 days. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Crabgrass. Just that'd be the name of the stick. Crabgrass. Fucking neon green coming out of the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, and I, I think his question, I, if I'm remembering right, I think his question was, you know, what would my blend be? Not would I want to do it again? Because honestly, no, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And I just, you know, so much money and everything. I'd, I wouldn't want to go down that road. But uh, yeah, I think in terms of would I do it, you know, if I were given like, yeah, this is what you're going to do, you know, or this is what you can do. You can go ahead and do it. I'd, I'd at least go with the Habano Sun Grown wrapper. I don't know. Um, beyond that, what I would do. So, anyway, good call, barbells and beers. Barbells and beers. Barbells and beers. Actually, it's funny. I got a sticker right there. Oh. Okay. Right there on the side of the watch. Barbells and beers. And I got the cigar in my mouth. Can't understand a fucking thing I just said. Um, okay. Moving on. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, this will be. All right. This might be me taking taking a comeuppance here. Uh-oh. Uh, hey, Nick. This is Chad. Uh, I just got done listening to your episode with uh, that pinky chick uh, talking about uh, Chad. And I got to say, fuck you, asshole. Chads are the best. We fucking rule. You're an asshole. All right. Bye. This is Chad. I'm out. That was a very Chad response. To that, I don't know if you remember, but la- one of the last times I was on with Pinky, we were talking about names, and somehow or another we got on the subject of names and how like you never—I've never met a Chad that's not a douchebag, <laughs> right? Think about it. Think about it in your life. Have you ever met a guy named Chad that's not just an utter piece of shit? 
No. Yeah. It's always, my dad owns a dealership, you know, that kind of guy or something, you know, and just like every time I ever meet a guy named Chad, he's a douche. And so, of course, this gentleman is is uh, saying that. So, anyway, moving on to the next call. Sorry about that, Chad. I, I hope I hope you didn't, you know, take too much offense to it. But again, You're still listening. That was a very Chad response to, to a, a Chad thing. So, anyway, moving on. What's up, Nick? Whoever's riding bits with you this month, this is Dave. Hey, uh, question for you, Nick, and uh, it's time to come clean. Uh, we were promised an episode with you and Gervais where you were, you know, um, one of the boners, stars, reviewers for the, the other podcast. And uh, I haven't seen any, heard anything from that episode yet, and I was kind of hoping to hear it and see how your, uh, you know, your pace progressions and your... Uh, reviewing skills have, you know, come a long way. Um, but I last I had nothing. I keep checking my podcast catcher and there's nothing. So I feel like I've been lied to. I'm a little hurt. I'm a little disappointed. I feel like I've been teased, um, promised something that wasn't delivered. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know, like kind of a strip club. You think something's going to happen and then it doesn't and you're just left feeling like you've like you've been lied to. I guess what I'm trying to say, Nick, is you're in a strip club of podcasts. Um, and if so, what's what's your take on the poll? Um, what do you do to kind of work that thing? So anyway, I'll take that take the answer to that question. Um, but would love to know what's going on with that uh, a bonus episode with you and Gervais. We were tasting the cigars for the Cigar Authority. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> Well, Dave, I'll tell you the big difference between my podcast and the strip club is, uh, well, I don't cost you anything. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. But um, anyway, in terms of what's going on with that specific little side project, um, quite frankly, we uh, we recorded one and it was uh, Cigar 3 out of the stars um deal with the cigar authority and uh we did a we did an episode and um the way we did it uh nick gervais he recorded everything on his end and he edited it all up because i basically told him like dude if we're gonna do this like i can't do a third show like like you gotta you gotta take on some of this and so he took it on he edited it the problem was getting the file to me. That took a while. Then when he finally got me the file, he got me the video file, trying to then download and then convert that to audio, audio and all that. All while um, I was, what was I doing? What was going on at the time? I feel like that was, oh, it was, I think, lead up to the New England Cigar Expo and all this. Pulpit Fest. And Pulpit Fest. Look, the bottom line, September and October have been ridiculously busy months. And so, quite frankly, it just kind of got lost in the shuffle. Cigar 4, producer Tom is flipping us off. Um, Cigar 4, I literally submitted my review to the authority at like 1045 on 
Halloween night. So and it was just in. I and I even said that in the in the email. I said just under the wire, you know, in order to get it in. So like, you know, let's be real. I, time has not been my friend so far. So hopefully, maybe with cigar five that I have in my humidor at home and uh, still need to do the review for. Hopefully, maybe with cigar five we might be able to get one done. I mean, I know it's, I know it sounds like it's just one more, but like, guys, you got to realize it's two of these a week for me. Plus my kid, plus my business, you know, it's like, it's a lot. So, um, plus getting with Nick and that's the other thing. Plus coordinating with him and he's got his son and sports and work on his burr and, and, you know, on his dick and whatever else. I mean, like, you know, he's got a, he's got a, he's got, he's got cigar authority ass to kiss too. I mean, let's be real here. I mean, so yeah, it's, it's, it's just one thing after another. So we'll, we'll make it happen. So anyway, thanks for the call. All right, we'll do one more, and then we'll uh, we'll do something different, and then we'll come back to these. Okay. okay. All right, so we'll do one more here. Hi, Nick. This is uh, Jacob from Blue Springs, Missouri, and I've heard you mention before that you have uh, political experience, and I was wondering what what is that experience? Were you involved in politics? And another question I was wondering. If uh, or what is your newspaper about? So I hear you talk about it all the time, and I've always wondered what you do for your newspaper. Okay, like the show a lot. Thank you very much. Bye. Hey, Jacob. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, Jacob. And um, so I'll start with the easy one first. So my newspaper, it's a uh, weekly community newspaper based in O'Fallon, Illinois. Comes out every week. We cover city council, local high school sports, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, my cigar has gone out. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's it's just a local paper. And if you want more information about that, there is a back episode somewhere. I don't know exactly what episode number and what it's called, but it, there is an episode where I go over a lot more information about my newspaper. And uh, give you a commie pinko rag. Yeah, right. Give you more details on that. As for my political experience, that, uh, sorry, I'm trying to get my cigar going again. That's a little bit more involved. So from 2008 to 2014, I did press and communications for the Illinois House of Representatives. I worked for the, uh, Illinois House Republicans and did uh, press conferences and releases. And basically, I handled media for some of the uh, state house reps. And uh, let me tell you, one of the hardest jobs in the world is making an Illinois politician look good. (laughs) Um, Especially a Republican in Illinois. Right. So, well, I mean, it's fairly easy. It's basically, hey, everything at the time, Rob Lagojevich and Pat Quinn and blah, blah, blah is doing is bad, 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 bad. And, you know, never offer up any real solutions because that would require us to have an idea as to what we wanted to do. And instead, it's just easier to beat up on them. That's where a lot of my. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, um, jadedness came into play was when I finally realized, oh, wait, we have no idea what we want to do to fix the state of Illinois. We're just beating up the other side, which. Whatever. We're getting into that. But um, but no, I was around for Rob Lagojevich's impeachment. Um, I actually 
have a picture of myself with my boss at the time standing on the Illinois House uh, floor um, right after they voted to create the committee to impeach Rod Blagojevich. Um, and then I have another one with him uh, right after they did the vote to actually impeach Rod Blagojevich. So, you know, it's it's history. I mean, I was around for all that. The What was it? You know, I got something fucking golden and I'm not giving it away for free. Isn't that the famous line from all that? The I believe so, Selling yeah. Barack Obama's Senate seat. You know, so, I mean, I was around for all that. Um, I've got some fucked up stories from my time in Springfield, too. Um, then on top of, aside from that, um, I was an elected official for eight years. I served as a uh, St. Clair County, uh, Illinois board member um, representing the northeastern corner of St. Clair County. I did that for two terms, two four-year terms, and uh, once again, didn't really get a whole lot accomplished there as one of, uh, at the, throughout those <laughs> eight years at the, at our peak, I think we had nine Republicans out of 29 board members, um, at our lowest, I think we had seven. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't get shit accomplished during, yeah, that's a I, lot of board members for a county in South Central. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're paying 19 grand a year and offering health benefits to, you know, they got to create spots for their buddies so um but i will say you know we had uh at least one tax come up tax proposal come up that um i feel pretty proud that i was um able to to round a a lot of or make a lot of noise about and and that got squashed you know 75 percent to 25 percent by the voters so you know do i take full credit for it no but i did I, or, or, you know, I, I did help and yeah, I didn't take full credit for it, but yeah, so I did that. Um, I've worked on a number of campaigns for various offices, be either my own or somebody else's. Um, so, you know, I've got some experience with all that. I helped get a sheriff and a state's attorney elected, uh, right here in Monroe County, um, back in the day. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I've dabbled, but that's all past now. That's all. I'm done. It, 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 it wears you out. I mean, some people are made for it and they can stick stick to it for a lot longer. But um, it's just it's it's exhausting. And uh, just having to fucking kiss everybody's ass and like pretend like you care about like it just I don't know. It's there's so much of it that, you know, at, over time you just get exhausted by yeah. it. So. I'm glad that part of my life is over and done with, and I don't really want to get back into it. So, anyway, um, now, take a drink. Things that we do want to go ahead and get into. Oh, God. <laughs> it's time for the Villager Cigars Entertainment Report, brought to you by... Villager. Villager Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villager Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor and cigar rotation. All right, dude. So it's time for the Villager Cigars Entertainment Report. What have you been watching lately? Well, you know me. I spent the entire month of October pretty much sick, and I just was binging any and every horror horror movie that I could find. (laughs) Well, that came relevant for you on Halloween night. Yes, yes. Um... (laughs) 
where I'm staying right now is I'm getting ready to move to Georgia. Uh, next door, about 730 on it's gonna Halloween. It's going to make it real hard when I text you and I'm like, hey, we need you to ask the boys today. <laughs> Might be easier because I can just like run to the back porch and oh, that's true. hop up. But uh, about 730, saw flashing lights zooming by my house and then you hear them slamming their brakes. And I look out the window and there are about eight St. Louis County cop cars across the street. Oh, shit. Running into a house, and then the fire ambulance, all of them show up. The commanders in their SUVs and shit, and uh, it was a madhouse. Apparently, there was a, an altercation involving a stabbing. Fucking uh, Michael Myers. Yeah, and you know that's a you know I'm sitting there. Got I've got like Halloween that came on at seven o'clock. Yeah. On and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> God's like, ha, like, ah, motherfucker. Let's <laughs> see you handle this. Say, how you gonna handle so it? So it's like, okay, where's the shotguns? <laughs> where's the pistol? Just in case. Yeah. I mean, you know the rules. Yeah, I know, know the rules. You weren't having uh, sex that night, so you were okay. No, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't, you know, anything. <laughs> uh I was heavily armed. Yeah. Uh, and sorry, Teddy, he wasn't black. So I mean, you know. <laughs> There's that, too. But I was the funny guy. Ah, see? The funny guy gets it usually about <laughs> midway through. That's true. That's true. You know, or the lovelorn, you know, guy who's in oh, love with the final chick. That, that guy always gets it. Mm-hmm. I'll save you. Oh, you mm-hmm. know, axe to the back, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no but, good deed know, goes unpunished uh, on that one. I did double check all the entrances to make sure they were locked because my, yeah. my father is not always the most... Uh, Adept at relocking doors after he's gone outside. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I triple check locks. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I told mom she couldn't go out the back door to smoke, you know, like sit there with the door open and smoke yeah. just in case. But no one came to the door knocking, asking if we'd seen or heard anything. So I figured it was they contained. had the perpetrator. Yeah. Perpetrator, yeah. That's good. That's good. So but no still, trick or treaters. But still, it's very rough. Yeah, I would think not. <laughs> I mean, a. Uh, a cavalcade of pol- uh, police tend to uh, lock keep, down the keep the trick or treaters at bay. Yeah, um, that's funny though. Um, but, but that's yeah, what I, I've can, been I can imagine that all those movies are just running through your head as you're mm-hmm. watching that the whole time. Exactly. So interesting. Well, I have and been... football. I've been watching a lot of NFL football. Oh yeah, crazy season. Um, I mean, I did see that the uh, Chiefs got their asses handed to them um, by uh, Denver. Denver and uh, San Francisco's lost three straight. Taylor as of Swift was taping. over in Germany, I believe, at the time. So you know, now Kansas City's in Germany this week. What? Kansas City versus Miami is in Germany. Oh my God! Does that mean Taylor's going to be able to go? Tay Tay, I think might be in the house. Ooh, they might do well against Miami oh, then. Oh Tay Tay. Um. So I have been. Um, Catching up on uh, Only Murders in the Building because the uh, third season of that is all done and I haven't watched any of it yet and that's on my to-do list so I've been watching that. And uh, then I have uh, I've started watching Atlanta, the show uh, by Donald Glover. And I, the first couple episodes I was like, I don't know if this is necessarily something I'm going to be into. But Dude, there's a dark humor that comes through. And then after a minute, it switches. And it it's very, like, just goofy as fuck. And, like, but it's it's dark mixed with the goofy. And so, like, you're sitting there oftentimes like, wait, what? 
and and just that kind of thing um like uh, there was an it's the one that got me the one that hooked me it took seven episodes they're only half an hour piece but there were little things in each one's leading up to this episode that i was like okay that's pretty good i'll keep watching i'll keep watching episode i think it was seven of the first season and the the show revolves around a character named Al who goes his rap name is Paperboy. And so he's a rapper and a drug dealer. And um there's his cousin Ern, who's Donald Glover, and he's his business manager. And it's kind of the wackiness that's going on there. And then there's this guy Darius that lives with him, and he's he's my favorite by far. Um, because he's just like so like tripped out and wacky and he's got all these like existential theories and like at one point he's talking he's high and he's talking about how we're all living in a simulation and all this <laughs> kind of shit and it was fucking great but um the seventh episode it's a takeoff on like a pbs like round table political talk show and it's called like montague and it's got this very clean cut, you know, African-American host and everything. And then you got some woman there talking about, you know, trans rights and all this. And then you got Paperboy. And it's just like, it's the most ridiculous freaking thing. And they've got fake ads throughout. And so, like, at one point they do an ad for Swisher Sweets. And they're talking about it. And then in the middle of the ad, they've got this guy, like, saying, I love Swisher Sweets. It's what I smoke all the time, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then he takes out his pocket knife, slits it right down the middle, dumps it out, and puts his weed into it. <laughs> and, like, that's the whole ad is basically how to use Swisher Sweets to, you to like, smoke your joints. It's the funniest fucking shit, man. <laughs> and, like, um, there was an ad for, I think it was Mickey's Malt Liquor. And it's like this, and, and they've got them in champagne flutes, and the tagline is, you're drinking it wrong or something. It's funny as fuck. It's so good. And so that episode hooked me, and now I'm, like, almost done with the second season. Um, there was one episode with Darius in the second season um, where he goes to get a piano from a guy, and this dude, it's he's got to be a takeoff of, like, Michael Jackson. And it's, 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 it's like a mini horror movie in like 30 minutes. It's so fucked up. And the whole time you're just like, oh, my God, Darius is going to die. And it, it's great. I loved it so much. But anyway, Atlanta, if you're looking for a show to check out, Atlanta, I liked it so far. I've, I've enjoyed it. So, And on the entertainment thing, I did just read uh, today the 2nd of November. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yellowstone has announced they will not be back until November of twenty-four. Oh my god! Yeah. So and apparently they, uh, you know, this is the end of Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. The new shows. I haven't seen it. The two shows that they're going to spin off are going to be nineteen forty-four and twenty twenty-four. Oh, twenty twenty-four is going to have Matthew McConaughey. That's the Matthew McConaughey the, one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, stay tuned for that. In a year. <laughs> in a year. A um, lot of that is the strike deal has just yeah. really fucked a lot of things up. Yeah. A lot of movies are getting pushed and bumped. No telling we're when gonna, we'll see Deadpool 3. I was going to say, we're going to hit a real drought of entertainment at some point. Well, if you look at the movie list now at the theater. Yeah. There's a lot of old shit being brought back out. I some noticed. Halloween movies Oh, and yeah. Stuff. A lot of old stuff um, been coming back. And movies that I have no idea what they are because there's never been a single advertisement mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this 
this Christmas season, you'll start seeing a lot more bigger budget. Yeah, they're probably like spacing out the big stuff for when they need it. Right. You know, but yeah. There's a lot of stuff in trouble right now. Interesting. Right when you started getting people going back to movies. Well, you know what, though? I mean, I feel like this is one of those things that was a long time coming. And, uh, you know, they got to hammer this shit out. If, if, if we're going to go to streaming, you know, these guys have got to have their, their ducks in a row in terms of payment and everything else. And um, and the AI thing just adds a whole nother level of complexity to it. So, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, well, with that, why don't we go ahead and get back to the calls? We still have a few more to go. And uh, we can uh, see what else everybody wants to talk about. Hey, Nick, it's Dave from Smoking Butts and Tapping Ash Podcast. Just checking in with you, man, seeing how you're doing. I uh, recently heard some pretty cool news, and I was wondering if you had heard about it. I just heard that Bill Burr was the special guest at the New England Cigar Expo. Can you believe that shit, man? Anyway, have a good one. Really, Dave? Really? <laughs> I mean, seriously, Dave, really? Ugh, good God. You know what? I brought back those motherfuckers some uh, barbecue rub from Bucky's from my trip to Florida. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to give it to him now that he's decided to pile on the Bill Burr train. You know, it's like, the hell? <laughs> Although, Bucky's. Now, isn't that an amazing place? Dude. You've heard me talk about it many yes, times. This was my first Bucky's experience. Oh, and my God. I'll tell you, the, 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 I, you know. The food um, and beverages you can get there. It's unreal. I had a brisket sandwich. And, like, you know, come on. You think a gas station, blah, blah, blah. First of all, this it's is more a, than a gas station. It's a It's an experience. Yeah. But then second of all. You know, the brisket sandwich from this place was really good. Like, really good. And I just am still amazed at how much they pay. Like, I saw a board, you know, oh, yeah. talking about they were hiring and all the different positions and how much they pay and everything. Fuck, man, you're making a quarter million dollars a year working as a general manager of a Bucky's. That's because there's a lot to manage. Obviously. I mean, it's bigger than a damn Walmart, seems like, around mm-hmm. here, you know. Uh but I mean, now this yeah. one in Daytona, this one was a little smaller, oh. I guess, based upon you know what I was told. But uh, it still was freaking giant to me. I mean, my God, they had the wall of jerkies. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just like it was insane just the amount of stuff they had. And um, I don't know, we have the Wallies, which is kind of a knockoff version. Yeah, it's a you know, but uh, but yeah, fuck. This I've was, been to this the two great. in Georgia. Yeah, on I seventy five, those are monsters. Okay. And they're putting one, like I said, in Springfield, Missouri. I, you know, I'm looking forward to it because uh, I uh, I did enjoy the brisket sandwich. Was, My friends uh, shut down a Bucky's this summer. Shut down? Yeah. Uh, they lost track of one of their little ones, and so they declared a code Adam and locked down oh, shit. the entire store. No one could leave Yeah. until they found the key. She yeah. said she was so embarrassed. I was oh like, hey, you got to do it, you know. Oh, yeah, you got to do it. He, he was a little guy. You yeah, know, obviously. And, Where was the kid? Uh, well, the the mother and father split up to go do different things, mm-hmm. and both thought he was with the other, mm-hmm. and he was in one of the candy aisles or something. They found him. Okay, so they did find him doing, yes. doing something. Yes. Okay. I was like. When, like, he was okay when, and unharmed. Like, in the showers with some, like, trucker yeah. or something no. like that, right? Okay. <laughs> Making sure. Making sure. You know, I wanted a good good ending to good, this story. This was a good ending. Okay, good. You know? They had a great time in Florida, too. Okay. Well, good. That's that's what counts. So, uh, 
All right, moving on to another call since, you know, we have, uh, um, you know, hopefully it's not a Bill Burr reference. Hello, Nick. Hello, somebody to be. Oh, for God's sakes, is it doing it again? Hello, Nick. Hello, somebody to be named in the near future to sit by you at this uh, episode. This is the Deacon of the Draw, Jeff. And I'm the Princess of the Puff, Deb. So we're the ones that were on the clubhouse call with the Cigar Authority after the New England Cigar Expo. We both attended that event. And I'm the Jeff who offered to uh, give you a little bit of funding to get you there next year. Hey, stay smoky, brother. Goodbye. Well, you know, I appreciate that, Jeff. <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't want to take, uh, I don't want to take people's money, you know. Um, but, uh, but it was a very nice gesture and very much appreciated. And, and uh, you know, based off all these calls, apparently I, I miss Bill Burr. Did you hear that? I did not hear that Bill Burr was there. <laughs> I, I mean, news to me, but yeah, apparently Bill Burr was there. So anyway, um, well, I'm glad you guys got to go, Jeff. And, uh, you know, I, I hope you had a wonderful time. So, um, all right, moving on. We got two more calls here from uh, the same um, uh, caller here. So we'll, we'll listen to the first message here. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, uh, this is Benjamin from San Diego, California. Uh, you guys answered my question when Mr. Jonathan was on Ask the Boys. I was asking about uh, budget cigars, and you recommended the yellow uh, series Tadascan. I really like Aladino, but not sure if I'd like a sweetened cigar or sweet tip cigar as a daily driver. Um, I did get to try a Charter Oak. Uh, could you recommend a good Charter Oak? Uh, happy Halloween. Um. They do make Tadaskans that don't have the sweet tip. So if you're looking for one that doesn't have the sweet tip, you can find a Tadaskan that doesn't have a sweet tip. However, if you're wanting a Charter Oak, that is really good. My personal favorite is the Habano um, Charter Oak. It comes in Connecticut, Habano, and Maduro. Um, I've tried all three. My personal favorite is the Habano. But um, I would say that uh, it kind of depends on your smoking preferences. If if you're a light smoker, give the Connecticut a try. If you're a heavy smoker, give the Maduro a try and see what's what. But um, but I really like the Habano a lot. I've never tried any of the Charter Oak shit, so. I thought I gave you a Habano. Did I not? Did you? You might have. That, if it was in October, it was a blur. I was say, I don't remember. But um, they're good, and they're affordable. You can get a nice box of 20 for like 100 bucks. I yeah. mean, that's that's not bad. No. You know, these days. And, I mean, those are Toro size. So, I mean, the only thing I'll warn is that the wrapper on the Habano tends to sometimes be a little on the brittle side. Um, they were really bad when they first were out. But uh, I did get a box relatively recently. And I think I only had one out of that entire box that had any sort of a, like, wrapper crack issue. Um, and that could have been from Lord knows what kind of other right. reasons. So, um, anyway. So we got another question here, or uh, comment, call, whatever, from Benjamin. So we'll listen to that. They're Dominicans. So? 
don't worry. If my investors don't get Cuban, the whole deal's off. What? <laughs> hey, Benjamin from San Diego. Um, just having a good time. Appreciate the show. What did the skeleton bring to the potluck? Spare ribs. <laughs> What's the vampire's least favorite meal? A steak. Where does a ghost go on vacation? Malibu. Appreciate the show. Appreciate the jokes, John, uh, Benjamin. And, you know, that actually comes into a conversation you and I were having earlier. Yes, just over lunch here today at Top Shooters. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, I'm sure most of our listeners don't know this, but in the city and county of St. Louis, forever, really, because um, I'm almost 47 and I did it as a kid, uh, when you go trick-or-treating, you're expected to have a joke. Uh, this at, was something that was only yeah. there because, I mean, I grew up just across the river and this was, I have never, like, this was nothing I ever had to do. And, I mean, we would have to have multiple jokes because people would not give you candy if they had heard that joke very recently or in your group. Oh, wow. So, you know, we would sit there and prepare for a week or two trying to come up with and look up, you know, because we didn't have the internet. Jokes. Yeah. You know, we are like, you know. Really having to work at it. Yeah. You didn't just type in good child Halloween jokes, you know? Yeah. You didn't do that shit. Uh, but, yeah, that's a St. Louis thing. Uh, you don't get candy if you don't give a joke. Huh. Uh, I'm not sure if there's other places around the country, but everywhere I've talked to from people have never heard of that being a thing. Do you know if it's still a thing in St. Louis? Yes, it is. Okay. Like so, I said. So what, even just a couple days ago, people were still having a like, It was an article on like STL Today or something. It was like, why do St. Louis people require a joke for candy? Interesting. I don't know. And right. I didn't read the article to go back into the history of it. I don't know. But, I mean, I was early 80s and mid-80s trick-or-treating, and it was, I mean, every kid. Uh, that's all you talked about coming up to Halloween. You got your jokes? What, what's your joke? What's your what's joke? Your joke? Now, you wouldn't tell anyone. No, I was gonna say you wouldn't tell. You wouldn't share jokes because you mm-hmm. didn't want other kids to have your joke, right? Oh, that makes sense. Why give away the goods? You know. And odds are, you're going to be in the same neighborhood because these were kids from your area. Oh, that's true. You don't want to give away the jokes then, because yeah. if they get to the house first, right? Yeah, you got to come up with something different. Now, so how it, many jokes are you? You're walking around four with or five. Them. I was gonna say you probably need an. And arsenal. every once in a while, if I'd hear a different one yeah. that I thought was good, I'd steal it. <laughs> so you were the one rat fucking other kids, but I also trick or treated a few years down in southeast Missouri, south of with Cape. jokes, with jokes, with jokes. What did I say? I said that you were rat fucking other kids, so I wanted oh. to make sure that it was clear that it was with jokes. I meant trick or treating with jokes. I, no kids but, were fucked. Ah, <laughs> uh, but they required jokes down there too. Where's this? Down in this uh, small town called Chaffee. South oh. of Cape Girardeau. Okay. Everyone was telling jokes down there, too. Hmm. So there are other places other than just St. Louis, but it's as a kid, I just thought everybody did that everywhere in the U.S. No, I've never. No, I mean, I've heard of this relatively recently in the last handful of years, but like I said, man, I grew up in Fairview Heights just across the river, and this was not a thing that I ever had to I had to just ring the doorbell, say trick-or-treat, and I got We'd candy. say trick-or-treat, and then they'd say, okay, what's your joke? And every household knew to ask for your joke. Yeah. 
Interesting. So did you ever have to do a, a trick? Like, did you ever have to, like, TP no. somebody or anything like that? No. I saw a house. Never had to. I did it, but oh, I never yeah. had to. <laughs> so Halloween was on Tuesday, obviously, this year. And uh, Wednesday is my driving and delivery day. And as I was driving north to get to my printer, I drove by a house, and it was just covered in TP. I mean, it was just... It was blowing out on the street, like the tree was covered, the bushes, the house, and I'm just like, oh, wow, got somebody got nailed last night, and it was everywhere, but yeah, and all I could think was, man, what, four years ago? Not even. Three years ago? That was gold right there, you know? But you now, couldn't get enough to TPI. No, you couldn't. No. Now? No big deal again. Back to normal. Back to normal. Anyway, well, guys, that's been this month's Ask the Boys. So thank, thank you, you so much. for all the calls. For all the calls, even though, what, four, five of them were about Bill Burr? Yes. Yeah. I mean, Bill Burr got a lot of promotion this episode. So, and I guess so did the New England Cigar Expo. But uh, whatever. Anyway, um, yes, I missed it. I missed it. And I feel bad about it because I would have liked to have seen Bill Burr call midget wrestling okay i think that would have been a hilariously good time yes but i missed it i'm sorry anyway uh yeah whatever all right well um why don't we go ahead and do this real quick i don't even know why i'm doing this because i mean he you know whatever jerk this would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. Is Bill Burr going to do My it? My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar nope. subscription service. <laughs> it comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. Thanks. Yes, I know. Bill Burr. He got some fucking good coffee. Bill Burr. Maybe Bill Burr can use Offer Code Pulpit to save himself on his first shipment off of MyMonthlyCigars.com. Oh, I'm sure he wouldn't have to. No, he probably wouldn't, you know, but anyway. so Sent with a naked picture in the box. Exactly. You know, Gervais just spread out Bear Eagle on a bearskin rug, you know, just. Yeah. Like Burt Reynolds back in the Cosmo days. Exactly. Just like, hey, you want some fucking good time? Call Mr. Fucking. (laughs) We love you, Bill. Here's my restraining order from Bill Burr. (laughs) There you go. It's a collectible. Uh, Anyway, um, I'm available on the socials on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit. Uh, I'm on Facebook where we have the Pulpit Parishioners group. Um,. Twitter slash X. I don't really do much there. YouTube where you can watch this. And, uh, you know, obviously need your calls for next month's Ask the Boys. Uh, I'm going to start calling it Ask the Pulpit because I don't know, you know, who's going to be around. Um, you may, it may be Pinky. and I, You, know. you may want to hold off just a second and uh, come back to it next week while we check out the app in case there's any changes. Yeah, you know what? That's true. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off and say that I'm gonna be working on the app because uh, I may have a new phone number for you guys to call before it's all said and done because this thing was a janky piece of shit this week and uh, I don't really want to have to wrestle with it like this so 
Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna at the very least we'll, we'll put a pin in the ask the pulpit segment for a minute. Um, we'll figure it out. So um, anyway, Mike, where can people follow you if they so choose? Nowhere. Nowhere. Okay, that's fine. I am a member of the uh, pulpit parishioners, so you can always reach me through there. There you go. There you go. Well, final thoughts on the uh, Angel Quest. We really didn't give this a whole lot of discussion um, between fighting the the app and everything else. But uh, this has been a really good, solid cigar. Um, I'm kind of finishing up the second third, getting ready to enter the final third. And uh, the construction on it has been really good. I have had to relight it a couple times. That's that's mostly, a wind that's issue. That's wind and, and me talking, talking too much. So, yeah. but uh, all in all, I mean, very good stick. Wonderful uh, draw on it. Good construction. Um, it's sad that it's a limited yeah. production. You know, uh, a lot of people, unless you got a TAA close, because who knows what kind of stores are going to get it outside of TAA. <laughs> The spice on the retro hail has picked up yeah. coming into the final third. But, uh, no, that's true. And and I get it. You know, they want to do some special stuff. They're only stuff. doing seven-plus boxes a day. You know, I mean, yeah. it's not something that's going to go everywhere. Yeah, I mean, well, when you got two people rolling it, you know, yeah, you're not going to have a ton of them coming out. So, um, but that's okay. I have my box. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, J.C. Newman. Thank you. Um, anyway, um but no, it it, it is a, a really good cigar, and uh, it is available at the El Relo factory. So if you are in Tampa, uh, first of all, if you're in Tampa, make sure you take the tour of the El Relo factory because you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't. And uh, second, while you're there, you can pick some up. Yeah, you know, get yourself some. And you know what? That actually brings up another point um, that I did want to address. Um, I forgot. Admit, you know, admittedly, on the last episode that I did the uh, interview with uh, Michael Herklotz. And um, on uh, Saturday, uh, I guess it would have been, well, I guess it technically would have been very early morning, Sunday, October 29th. Um, there was a, uh, a shooting in Ybor City, which uh, is very sad. Two people. At least at the time, at least I don't know if it's been updated since then, but there were two people that were killed. Eighteen were injured. Wow. Um, there was an altercation between um, two groups of uh, individuals, um, and it was right there on Seventh Avenue, and that's the heart of of Ebor City, man. It's like right there. And uh, I heard it was near like the La Ferona factory or something like that, which. You know, is right by King Corona where I would sit out, have my cafe con leche and my cigar and watch the world go by and everything. And, you know, it's one of those things that um, it's really sad and our hearts and uh, prayers go out to the victims' families and um, anyone else who, you know, people that were injured and everything. Um, it's really sad. But I, I would hope that this incident, despite getting, you know, some national media attention, I would hope that that doesn't discourage anyone from going down and visiting Ybor City because all in my limited experience of being down there, I never felt unsafe along 7th Avenue. I will say, if you get a couple streets away from 7th Avenue, does it get a little sketchy? It kind of does. But 7th Avenue, I feel, is really nice, and, and that was always pleasant. 
Um, you know, it's just one of the, you just got to be cognizant of your surroundings. Right. And be aware. That's anywhere now. It, literally. It, it really is just anywhere. So, um, but I, I would just hope that any, any cigar, um, enthusiasts who were thinking about traveling to Tampa and Ybor city for a vacation and saw that and maybe thought twice, I would just encourage them to just go ahead and still make the trip because try, you know, it's one incident. It's not indicative of, of everything around there and you're going to have a wonderful, wonderful experience. Yeah. So anyway, otherwise, um, unless you have anything for the better in the cause, Mike, rest in peace, Chandler Bing. Matthew oh, Perry. Yeah, fuck Matthew Perry. Yeah. You know, I I think I'm gonna just kinda just kinda Yeah. I'll stay I'll stick with that. I think I'll stick with that. Um anyway. Um <laughs> there have been memes flying, let's put it that way. People some people Noah are uh you know, <laughs> you're 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 it's too soon is not too soon for him. But anyway. Well guys, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Mike. Stay safe and stay smoky. I gotta figure out that fucking app now. <laughs>